Hashtag WrestlePals, your weekly dose of a dot, 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 stupid. And this week, we begin to lay WCW to rest. Yes, rest in peace, WCW. And uh, we're going to find out why that happened. Because we're going to start watching every pay-per-view from Super Bowl Six all the way to the end in 2001. <laughs> we are masochists. And yeah. so first on board, Curtis, you jumped on board. When I pitched this idea to you, uh, first of all, how much did you hate me? And then secondly, uh, what made you say yes to this idea? Um, about eight. Um, <laughs> I bet about half the time I'll love you for it. Um, <laughs> I grew up as a WCW guy. Um, I... I'm about 40 now, and as a kid, I never watched WWF. It was really only the 605 TV show. On the Super um, Station, you understand. And the mothership. The, mo- the mothership, the bicycle. Um, <laughs> I love WCW, and even really kept giving it chances after it had really, really jumped the shark. So, <laughs> Almost literally. Wrestling is fun when it's good, obviously. It's fun when it's terrible. Uh-huh. Um, it's not fun when it's kind of middle of the road. And there's not much middle of the road with WCW. That's true. <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth? <laughs> that is true. So, Corey, same question to you. Like, uh, I, I pitched this idea to you, and uh, what were you thinking initially? Let's fucking go, man. <laughs> um, much like Curtis, I grew up a WCW fan during the Monday Night Wars. It, 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 I know you're the same way, Justin. Bret Hart was my guy, mm-hmm. but... As a whole, I was a WCW guy. Like, Nitro stayed on the TV, and I would switch over to Raw during commercials. Like, for me, it was always – and I was – you know, I'm 34. I was, you know, a little younger, so I didn't quite get the Santa Claus secret yet. You know, I didn't quite know. Mm -hmm. But even then, to me, WCW was always – I don't know what this says about my – intellect at that age but wcw always seemed more real to me than wwe did wwe always seemed more cartoonish and then okay you get over the top with the attitude era but wcw to me you always had dudes for the most part using the real names things like that like the Mm -hmm. in-ring action seemed to matter a lot more to me and it was always superior you know what i mean the out of the ring stuff always mattered more in wwe whereas the in-ring action to me was better in wcw um until you know certain timelines in which we'll inevitably get to but i was also a wcw guy man the look of it the feel of it everything it felt more of a sport to me than Mm. wwe did if that makes sense so as soon as you pitch this idea like it was it was reminiscent of my childhood man i couldn't say no dude so for me this is i don't want to say i'm i'm kind of going back because i didn't jump into wcw until everybody did uh, I grew up in upstate New York, WWF territory. So I knew WCW existed, but very vaguely. And even I didn't even get the reference when Ric Flair came over with the big gold belt. Like he's calling himself the real world's champion. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get any of that. Like I was like, okay, I, whatever this is, cool. This guy's, you know, this guy's a thing. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then he wrestles his ass off and it's like, oh, he's fucking awesome. Right, cool. right. Um, but uh, I didn't, I didn't start watching WCW until the NWO and specifically after finding out Hogan had turned heel like I it it wasn't even a recent turn like it was 1997 so like I was like oh wait Hulk Hogan's a heel what he's well I called him a bad guy he's a bad guy now whoa what okay I try to do that as I try not to use heel and babyface as much as possible but uh (laughs) I uh I I've watched these early ones, these like 96, 97 ones, because I st- I was watching Nitro uh, whenever the network came out. I started watching all of the Nitros and all the pay-per-views, and I got all the way up till 1999, and I, that's when I tapped out. I was like, okay, I've, I've had enough. So um, I, this is kind of rewatch territory for me, but like even though probably what eight years ago I watched this pay-per-view it was, it was pretty new to me and we decided to start with Super Brawl 6 which is ni- February 1996 so when you find that out uh Curtis when you find out it's Super Brawl 6 it's 1996 what are your initial thoughts like what are you feeling leading up to us watching Super Brawl 6 um looking at it on paper I was very excited <laughs> <laughs> I, looked at, I looked at the results and looked at the card and thought 
hot damn on paper this sure looks good <laughs> yeah i don't know that we, we can add much Corey, but like super Bowl super brawl six what are you thinking so this was a little like my earliest vivid uh, consecutive memories of wrestling that I retain is 97, which I know what I'll inevitably get to. So this is kind of like when I was just starting to get into it, but I didn't retain any of this shit. So a lot mm-hmm. of this for me is a fresh watch because back then when I was like 10, you couldn't, there was no network. Like if you missed something, you missed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that or you had to wait like a year when it hit the blockbuster. Yeah, to go to Blockbuster, and maybe if you had five ninety five on you, whatever the <laughs> fuck it was, you could rent it and bring it back three days later. Like, you didn't retain any of this shit. So this is kind of new territory for me, man. Like, I remember a lot of the, like, the wrestlers we'll talk about, obviously, and, like, it. this is new territory for me, man. So this was kind of, like, leading up to when I would, the area I would be able to recall is, like, my earliest wrestling memory. So this is kind of cool for me, man. So... In case anybody, and just for clarification, uh, I'm just geeked up on the idea, like seeing Super Brawl 6 and knowing that from some of the things we're talking about tonight, we're only a couple months from the business changing. Like right. the NWO is going to hit. And and when you really think about it, the business is going to change because uh, Austin 316 is going to happen only a couple months from here too. Like sure. it's all happening a couple months from here. And this is the starting point. So, like, once we start really getting into this, you're going to be like, wow, really? Like, that, you think about it, like, that's fast to, to go from what we saw <laughs> to being, like, the hottest thing on television. Um, and this card sure feels like the before times. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> so, if you've never I mean, listened... It happened in 88. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so if you've never listened to The Road to WrestleMania, um, which, by the way, like I, the, the hope and plan is to do m- more episodes like this. Like uh, Zach was talking about maybe doing WWE, WWE, ECW. Oh, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> because, oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, like things like that are, are coming down the pike. You know, maybe we'll pick a year and we'll do a year, like all the pay-per-views for a year. But anyway, that's that's down the line. Um, but if you haven't listened to The Road to WrestleMania, which is what this where this came from, we each watched the pay-per-view. We each get to pluck out five things that we liked or disliked, give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. So... Ultimately, the show can either get a 15 thumbs up or 15 thumbs down. Like, that's the best and worst it can do. <laughs> so we will see where Super Brawl 6 lands. And, you know, as we were just talking, like, one of the things I want to praise this pay-per-view for, because there isn't a lot, <laughs> I, I'll say that, um, is the different matches. Like... There was a, a very different feel, and I, like every match had something different to it, like different styles, different you know, uh, different gimmicks, different, um, like even the Mark Merrow match, like or sorry, Johnny B. Bad match, <laughs> uh, like even that was different, like it had different different weights to it and different titles and di- like nothing was really the same the whole right. night. So like you got to give it up for them being able to do that at least. Yeah. WCW was very good at kind of keeping the card fresh and kind of, like you said, you would have gimmick matches, but they wouldn't be over the top gimmicky matches. You know what I mean? You would have a tag, you would have tag team matches in there. You would have plenty of title matches to keep you satiated. There'd be single matches in there too. Eventually when we'll get to, you would have, you know, the luchadors in there as well. They did a good job of kind of keeping the card fresh and keeping you entertained. What I liked about WCW was that they they built the card very well. You would usually have a hot open, not a hot open like now where you have like one of the big titles up for grabs first, so like two marquee guys coming out, opening the match to pop a crowd hot to open the show, but you would have a nice match to open the show up to get the crowd into it, and the card would progressively build. You would start to see, you know, your more serious 
uh, your more personal feuds as the card would build, you would start to see the U.S. title, you know, about middle of the way through the card. And it would build, you know, to the big gold belt eventually. WCW did a very good job of constructing the card because you could tell, like, once you got towards the end of the night was when the more important shit happened. They did a great job of assembling shows that way. Uh, and I mean, we'll get to like, because there is one big flaw in this pay per view. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like as far as the <clears throat> end of the night, but uh, we'll get back to that probably, maybe, <laughs> possibly. Um, all right. Uh, any thoughts on uh, the way they built the card, Curtis? One of WCW's strengths. Um, if you weren't a former WWF champion and you were on pay per view, you had to work your ass off. And I think everybody who isn't a former WWF champion really worked their ass off on this show. <laughs> true. Very <laughs> yep. true. Absolutely. 1,000%. All right. So that's one thumbs up. Curtis, you are up. Um, one thumbs up is Ding's effort, despite the booking uh, <laughs> that these two matches had. He sure broke his ass to make these two matches come together. Um, the results were some big-time kiss-your-sister stuff and make sure you watch Nitro the next night. Mm -hmm. But, God, he worked hard, particularly uh, against the Road Warriors. I'll say this also. like All I kept saying to Corey while we were watching it is I, was, I remember watching like all the Nitros leading up and I remember like Stinger's promos every week being something like, oh, I don't know, man. I got to get with Luger, man. I got to get with Luger. Like that was the promo every week. And that's all I could keep thinking is. And like, yeah, you're right, though. Like he he was working hard to make this something. And mm, yeah, <laughs> trying to make something out of uh, arguably nothing. Chicken salad out of chicken shit. And you can see why Sting was, especially in these years, why he was one of the guys that WCW built themselves around. Obviously, he wouldn't become – he wasn't quite what his – obviously, he wasn't reborn as mm -hmm. the Crow yet, for sure, obviously. But you could see as a, in terms of work rate why he was in the position he was in. Absolutely. All right, Corey. I'm going to – look, we talked about hot opens, man. And I remember, Justin, when this match came on to open the card, I looked at you and I was like – well, this should be fun. And you were like, well, clearly you haven't seen both these teams in a while. <laughs> Give me the public enemy and nasty boy street fight, man, as a thumbs up. Now, ah. look, this isn't like a fucking match of the year candidate, obviously. Meltzer's not going to give this seven stars because it didn't take place in the Tokyo Dome. It was in St. Petersburg. But I, I, I tried my – one of the – and it'll probably get easier as we go along this journey, but – I tried to not be 34 while watching this. Yeah. I was like, okay, like how would 10-year-old me or however the fuck old I was in 96, how would how would that version of me receive this? Mm -hmm. And I loved Public Enemy as a kid, and I loved the Nasty Boys too. You know, they all had Philly roots. And, like, this was a fun, like, mid-'90s version of a spot fest to start a show. Like, there was nothing there, you know. It's nothing like you see now. Yeah. But – it was a fun little spot fest, a street fight to kind of pop the crowd and get them going. You get the, the appearance by the, the quintessential bullshit WCW concession stand yes. with, you know, Hey, let's tack two t-shirts up against the, the board here. They all have dudes faces yes. on them. No one wants to wear this shit. Nope. They all look like shirts you find at Kmart, but Hey, go to school in fifth grade and rock another dude's face on your shirt and see what happens. Come buy our merch dads. <laughs> Um, Dusty uses the word plunder a shit ton, which is always fun. It's exactly what you would expect, man. It's nothing to write home about, but to start a show that, you know, it, I had fun with this one, man. I will say this. My only note was, well, public enemy is here. <laughs> and that's about what it deserves. <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think to your point, I let it sully like what I know, 40 year old me, what I know now sullied it a little bit I, I i couldn't quite separate myself uh from my age and just kind of watch it for what it was 
mostly mostly because the fucking nasties by this point like i didn't care about the nasties anymore anyway right and i never got into public enemy so it's like that that's already two strikes and then they're not even really having a match they're just throwing each other into stuff it's like okay a bunch of no cells yes a lot of no cells (laughs) from a bunch of big fat dudes (laughs) it's like okay like i guess i can go get in a ring too like if i i look like i look exactly like these guys so <laughs> Any thoughts on the, on that opening match, Curtis? Um, you give it a, the context of when it happened, which is winter of '96. That stuff was still pretty cool. That style had really, really, really been milked dry by about three and a half years later. True. Um, yes. By at at the time they did this, it wasn't so played out and it was still kind of new and uh, interesting. I'm sure I've definitely cheered along live to many of these matches in majors to indies to super small shows. Cause yeah, about anybody could do that, but um, you know, for the context of the time, still, uh, still a pretty cool little opener. Yeah. Yeah. And shit like this is what would inevitably give way to, the pay-per-view we'll be covering next month, you know, like you mentioned, Justin uncensored was kind of, that was the precursor to, you know, extreme rules, what you have now like that, you know, <laughs> things weren't the same in 96. No spoiler alert. You know what I mean? <laughs> but shit like this is what would inevitably lead the way to things like that. That like Curtis said, like this was a horse that eventually got beaten to death mm-hmm, for sure. Um, well, after one round, surprisingly, plus three who would have guessed are we being positive early or who would have guessed (laughs) well look anybody who's listened to any of the road to wrestlemania's knows i have to do this um and i don't know how many of these will happen uh in the course of this i know there's probably a couple times in 98 and 99 that'll come back up but uh for now i have to do this i hate the man thumbs down to the zodiac how dare you (laughs) i hate ed leslie i hate the guy i hate him i hate him i hate him every time i see him I'm like nope i don't want that guy on my tv Fuck this guy get out of here please get out and then it makes it worse that he's the zodiac nope no thumbs down zodiac that's obligatory all right curtis unless somebody's got thoughts on zodiac wants to come to bat no i he sucks I echo it. That, right. that ain't the booty man. Yeah, I, you know, at least it's not the booty man. <laughs> the booty man's more over with me than Zodiac. <laughs> his his finish was the high knee. Get it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Boy. Um, I'm super positive on... U.S. and Mexican champion Conan. Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Conan is like white meat baby face. Oh baby, how long? Like we couldn't keep this run going. In? He was great at this. Seriously, like, uh, I mean his his promo was a little like it was fucking good. Like you could tell like he had the energy. Like I wish like the words were better. Like it was more forceful. Like. Like yeah. he would get once he becomes Odele, like once he once he really settles in. Um, but dude, you could tell like right then it's like that guy could do something. Yep, that guy's gonna be awesome. And uh, I've I've always had a soft spot for K Dog. Like I always loved that dude. I it's still to this to this day I don't understand how it didn't happen for him. I mean, yeah, I do know, but because like, WCW, yeah. Right. Any thoughts on K Dog? I look. I, I was actually going to go. So my next thumbs down. I was going to go. I'll piggyback off Curtis. Was one man gang, because <laughs> um, I I echo you guys' thoughts on Conan. I thought like like we said, chicken salad out of chicken shit. That's what he he made the best of a of a shit situation in this match. Like at this point, and Justin, I remember we even said it. Like if if you're one man gang, you go from being Akeem the African Dream. Yeah. You know, like, and and now you're this, like by 1996, and it was hard for me. This is one of the times where I struggled to put myself as like a kid version. Cause I didn't, I didn't remember where he was. And like, I didn't remember him as one man. Like I knew consciously he was one man gang, but like, I didn't know why he was in this fucking spot in this match for the U S title. Mm-hmm. 
And you're like, he's in the ring with Conan, who's, you know. Working his ass off. Yeah. And one man gang's definitely not, you know. <laughs> like, it was so clunky, man, you know. And Conan made the best of it. But that was, I felt for Conan watching that shit, dude. Yes. I also, like, you know, I the, the one negative to Conan is gear. I mean, like, it's better than Max Moon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh still it's like oh boy um but i mean the very the, first half of the 90s yeah it's mm-hmm. it's like that if that's the only thing i can come at him for like you that's a win that is definitely a win in my book for sure um uh, okay uh we mentioned the road warriors before um and i'm gonna give a thumbs down here because I really, I didn't understand any of the tag team shit between the two those two tag matches, the Road Warriors, the Road Warriors, the ro- fucking Road Warriors, the, or the LOD as they kept calling them, right? On the right. show, uh, yeah. the Road Warriors are interfering. The Road Warriors are interfering. Yeah. The Road Warriors are in the second match. The Road Warriors want to fight somebody who's already fought. Like the Road Warriors don't want to just get out there and fucking fight the Road Warriors, right? The Road Warriors. Seems like an idea. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, that's... Am I wrong here? <laughs> no, you're not. That's what the Road Warriors are built on, is we'll fuck anybody up. We've got spiky shoulder pads. We're badasses. And it was very, very weird to see that. that like you said, so they're, they're baby fade. They're interfering on behalf of Sting and Luger as well. Like, it was very bizarre to see. And this is one of those things where... You know, as Curtis said, like it's I don't know if it would be helpful to go back and like, you know, watch Nitros to kind of piece this together and see like, well, maybe there was a reason why, because I hadn't watched anything in the Nitros leading up to Super Bowl six. You know what I mean? So the reason was because Luger interfered in the match that or Luger did something like cheated to get the titles off of the Road Warriors, I think. Okay, And so they had beef with Luger. Uh, So they wanted they they wanted they screwed. Harlem Heat over. That's right. Okay. Could right. Luger. Right. Okay. Makes so, sense. Yeah, now. they wanted to beat up Luger. So like that part of the but story. No, no empathy for the Harlem Heat. Like I just I don't under I, I don't understand. Like the matches themselves on their own. In a vacuum. Yeah. I I really I really enjoyed Sting and Luger versus the Harlem Heat for what it was, mm-hmm. um, as a match, but I didn't. I didn't really get the story because the idea, it, like, it looks like we're trying to paint Luger as this coward and Sting is supposed to be the hero, but then Luger's getting the hell beat out of him. Right. And it's like, no, that's what Harlem Heat should do. Like, they're Harlem Heat. They're a power team. Yeah. But Luger's supposed to be the this shit heel coward. Get him out of the ring and let Sting take the beating. I right. mean... I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I'm way too in my head on this. It just, that really took me out. Yeah. So thumbs up. Uh, I don't know if I'm giving them too much credit here or what, but I mean, this is planting a seed that we water and it blossoms into crow sting ultimately. So yeah, yep. that's true. That's it's fair. Not... <laughs> no. It doesn't make this a good pay per view. Yeah, it's not. It's not a savior, but at least it is some sort of seed for something long term. So, like, bigger to play. Yeah, but I guess like in in the vacuum that we're creating to watch this. Oh, not good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, cheeks. And then again, specifically the Road Warriors, like the Legion of Doom, (laughs) right. Tough guys. Like how many times did they get called the Legion of Doom that night? Like at least three that I can think of off the top of my dome. Yep, identity crisis, dude. That's <laughs> cool. Good times. <laughs> All right, uh, Curtis. Um, I'll dovetail right into that with uh, I think Harlem Heat look really good. Yeah, man. Yeah, that dude. first match, it what <laughs> the no finish with Sting and Luger versus Road Warriors was even made even worse by the idea like well we had a very good match that we should have just wrestled. Seriously right. the Road Warriors out of this. Yeah. Harlem looked really good. They could have sure. they could have easily just done 
what they did in that other tag match on Nitro the next night. Like, you know, it's uh, it's overbooking. Um, it's not wanting to show you who the better man is on a given night. It's uh, yeah, that's WCW, baby. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, no, not overbooking in WCW. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's a thumbs down. Now I feel like we're really getting into the heart of this thing. <laughs> right. All we're right, on cool. stride here. So naturally, here I am to fuck it up. I'm going to give a thumbs up to a pile driver Ooh. winning a match. Hey. How about the TV title between Mark Merrow slash Johnny B. Bad and pre-DDP DDP? Um, I, this, was, this was a fun little thing for what it was. I don't know that two people ever looked more like 1996 than these two <laughs> did in this match. <laughs> you know? At Johnny B. Bad out there, like, hey, yeah, throw your frisbee at me. Like everybody's going nuts for frisbees and shit. Uh, Bobby Heenan on commentary was uh, that that doesn't go over well in yeah. this day and age, and probably never should have. But mm-hmm. you know, here we are. We've learned, kind of, sort of. But the fact that a pile driver actually won a match, like, goddamn, I feel old, dude. Like the pile driver used to be a banned move to mm-hmm. get heat. Like it. The fact that a pile driver won a match even as recently as 1996 was awesome to me. <laughs> yep. Um, here's the okay. So after three rounds, we're just about halfway here, just a little past halfway, I suppose. Uh, negative one. <laughs> just so people, just so people know. And I think I'm gonna piggyback. Uh, I'm gonna piggyback off you a little here, um, and give another thumbs down misogyny rules um i bring this up you know again it's hard to separate now from then um but it shouldn't have been cool then either there is a lot of fucking misogyny on this show a shit ton dude uh and you can go back and listen to the road to wrestlemania's it's fucking prevalent there too because we started in the 80s and that Mm -hmm. um why the fuck were we so gross it seems obvious doesn't i mean you don't notice it when you're like uh, our age then watching it but now knowing what you know and having people in your life that you love and it's just like oh man yeah i I wish i would have marked down like some of like the more specific comments but at one point to your point uh heenan says of diamond doll like i'll take her for a ride or something like that or i'll let her ride ride something that's like come on man yeah that's the one that stood out to me i remember we both looked at each other like yo (laughs) Did he just say that? What are we like? I it's di- like. Also, then again, in '96, weren't we still smoking heaters in hospitals? <laughs> Probably. You know, and yeah. I'm an ex-smoker, so I get like, look, understood here, but yeah. I don't know, man. These types of things, like, it feels like this shit should have been obvious even then. You know, you would like, there. You know, I'm not trying to be PG, like, boring guy, but like, you do have it's wrestling. You got kids watching it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dad. Why is Bobby the Brain want to give the Diamond Doll a ride? Yeah. Now oh. Pops has to explain this shit, yeah. you know? Just don't worry about it. Watch the 1996 people. God, and how many things he said about Liz and woman. And Dude. again, like none of them, unfortunately, are really striking a chord to that I can remember. But I just remember. Woman, yeah. Rick was to woman was double bad. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. As far as just vibes for me, uh, boy. So that's that's prob- a good point. Yeah, I feel like this is probably like the worst thing about doing these shows. Like, is seeing like reflecting that back. Yeah, culture. And when did it ever? And how? And why? And the fuck was it ever acceptable to put a woman's quote services? Yeah, on the line in a match. Ugh. Hey, well, I mean, you know, we're. I mean, if you look at it. From the show top to bottom, like Liz is in on it too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, she, Rick doesn't really get to bang her, but like we're not really putting prostitution on the line for someone who's unwilling. Like yeah, this was, Liz in the end is part of the evil plan, but still extremely tacky. Yes, hundred percent. That's that's just gross. Yeah. Yep. Misogyny rules. Thumbs down. All right, Curtis. Um, work shoots? Question mark. (laughs) 
Anybody really know? No. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, like, Brian, like, really pulling a fast one on Bischoff here? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> like, Arn coming out really didn't feel like. Oh, God. His golf know? shorts. Yeah. So, did that take you out of it, or are you into it? Um, had I been watching this at the time at 15 years old, I've been like, oh, baby. What are they doing? They're not following the script. Oh, my God. This is exciting. <laughs> but with the benefit of hindsight and how, like, way gauche and overdone and played out that kind of type of storytelling was, I was kind of like, whatever. Um, I don't know. Pillman is... I, people talk about him like he's, like, this iconic guy. I think the idea of Pillman is much more interesting or his potential that was than anything he ultimately did. Yes. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. And you know, I, and yeah. Sullivan is legitimately a bad person. So maybe they're playing games with each other. I, I, I don't know as far as like making it an interesting TV. Uh, probably not. <laughs> so, my notes for this were, I mean, it's, I'll give it this. It's a historic moment. I respect yeah. you, Booker, man. That's, yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's going to go down. That's going to live forever. Um, yep. yes. But then to, to further your point, Pillman walks out, send Arn. This is my exact note. Pillman walks out, send Arn. They don't give a shit. Send Flair. <laughs> um, send out cocaine Ric Flair. And it's just like, well, why, why didn't you just send Flair in the first place? Like, right. I, okay, whatever, man. Like, they, I mean, it makes how they just wrestle for 10 minutes for no reason to no mm -hmm. result. Really, it's like, well, did something really happen? Were they really caught with their pants down in the back? Like, that's exactly what they're just ending like. it being like, okay, you guys, you need to quit fighting. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> thumbs down. Yeah. All yes. right, Corey. I'm going to go. So we talked about woman earlier, RIP. Justin and I got a shit ton of laughs about this. The powder spot. Oh, God. <laughs> it didn't work. And it definitely did not, man. In the cage match between Flair and Hogan. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, and what's funny is they go back as they're doing the post match replays. And they replay that. Now, I remember we were both like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> hey, let's just advertise. That we missed this. Yeah. We holy fucked this up. <laughs> you can even see the look on her face in the fucking replay, especially. She's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I fucked this up. Like, yeah. Somebody did along the way, clearly. She completely fucking whiffed. Well, what's funny is, so you have that part right there, like the, the way whiffed salt gig. Like, okay, whatever. You fuck that up. Yeah. But then uh, Liz takes off her heel, and for some reason, Heenan goes, he gave, I, he, I thought he gave it to, to Savage. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. No. Like, no. <laughs> Just watch the Down tape. For notes to the announcers. Holy cow. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> my official note was, what an awful thing to replay. Like, yes. of all the things to replay from that match, which was a decent match. Like, it, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, but then, once again, you get towards that end, and it's like, okay, well, let's get everything in here, I guess. <laughs> WCW gonna WCW. Let's, let's miss it. the salt spot. Yep. <laughs> let's uh, throw a heel in here. Yeah. Let's uh, turn Liz to a bad guy. Let's... How many cues can you give people? Yeah. You know? And if the announcing was a little bit more on the ball... Flair and Savage figured it out. Like they got to a finish, and it was, it worked out fine. And it could have. It woman's a heel. Like she screwed up. Like it's okay. Like a heel can be bumbling and a moron, and like it just in the in a very WCW esque moment. Like 
<laughs> where the announcers could have saved it, they made it so much worse. Yep. Yes. Yep. Well, yes. And, the, and the truck because the replay, like it, yeah. you could have, you could, you could have made something out of that. There's nothing else here between Flair and Savage, really. Nothing, nothing else. at all. Nothing at all. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Go to the powder spot. Let's piss somebody off. <laughs> So for clarity, that's a thumbs down. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, so that that open opening round of positivity completely wiped out. Now after four <laughs> rounds, we are at negative four. <laughs> I'm going to end this with some positivity. Like it kind of bounces off my my um, my positivity off at the beginning. Uh, something has to be said of WCW's treatment of the sport itself. Like yes, um, like. The, the you know buffer gets way played out but like you know just treating those main events like this is a big deal here's a guy to announce about it like somebody different yep. um just like just the way they treat the sport of wrestling like just you, you look at it and it's like they care execution piss poor all night <laughs> but they care and like that's cool yeah well, yeah, because WCW is born from the NWA, which, you know, I mean, that's, and they always treated it more seriously. They called it a sport as opposed to, I think this was right around the time where the term sports entertainment started becoming a fucking thing and everybody evolved from wrestlers into superstars. And I've always argued, like, as it relates to sports, like, not everybody's a superstar. You know, like, you can't call the main event dude a superstar and call the opening match a superstar, too. That doesn't correlate. You know what I mean? They're fucking yep. wrestlers, and that WCW was always self-aware in that regard. They did present it as a sport, and because of, as you said, Michael Buffer, like, there was always a big fight feel to a main event in mm -hmm. WCW. I mean, well, I shouldn't say always, because of course there were some exceptions, but generally speaking, when you saw Michael Buffer out there coming back from a commercial break on Nitro or at the end of a pay-per-view, you knew shit was about to go down. Like, okay... I've got, he's going to do the let's get ready to rumble thing for a few minutes. But in the meantime, I can go like, this is time to take a piss break and get a refreshment real quick. Cause I got to sit my fucking ass down mm -hmm. type of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, well, so you're, you're talking about something I definitely wanted to bring up, which is I just enjoy the WCW style presentation. Mm -hmm. WWF is filmed like, you're watching a play. Mm -hmm. Yes. And WCW is filmed like you bought a boxing pay-per-view. Yes. Yes. Yep. And UFC. Like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, we see the ref, the ref can be front and center. Um, it's just the focus is on the action instead of like kind of more the Vince, bigger picture type of vibe. Yeah, the action's sense. there, but we're not talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I uh, I dig the pageantry of a WWF, WWE show. I can, I can, I dig and appreciate it, but like, that's what makes this great, is that it isn't the same thing, like, at all. Like, they're not, they aren't, it, it, this isn't apples and oranges. This is right. apples and yeah celery <laughs> you know like give me the apples this is why they have chocolate and vanilla you know yeah yep. so word up um all right curtis oh baby um <laughs> how about copyright um vince didn't copyright the phrase mega powers Oh, they said touche. it a few times over and over again. Yeah, in Savage and Hogan's promos like that one blows me away. That is crazy. I didn't even think about like that. Like I did re recognize that they kept calling on the Mega Powers. That thought didn't even cross my mind. Right, that and the whole Legion of Doom thing. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting because you would think. <clears throat> Hogan, Savage, Mega Powers, like that. Right. Would be, like nowadays, th that wouldn't escape. Like a team, <laughs> a team like that would not escape yes. WWE's ownership. Like, right. There's no way, no chance. Every time, a wipes, every time a wrestler wipes their ass, now it's the WWE's going to copyright it. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's insane. I 
I didn't even. That's like, a good point. Yeah, like I did. It clearly, like I said, it, it crossed my mind, but like not to that level. Yeah, that's crazy. Now that I think about it, like that, that's insane. Uh, so is that a thumbs up? Like, did that um, or thumbs up for being savvy enough to to utilize the bring that to the table? Yeah, referencing the old Mega Power storylines. Yeah, well, did, it, you know, you don't get put a little extra oomph into this show, right? So, yeah, yeah. I, I, thumbs up. Yeah, you don't have you don't you don't get to utilize the television, but like you do get to utilize the storyline that already exists between the two of them. So right, that's word. All right, Corey. All right, I'll close it out with some positivity as well. How about seeing some juice in the cage match, man? Well, the first cage match anyway, because we got we got two <laughs> in Super Brawl '96, kids. We got two cage matches. Um, Ooh. I don't remember seeing a lot of blood on WCW television during this day and age. So I could be wrong there, but I don't remember seeing a lot of color. I don't. You saw it a lot in the Federation, but you didn't see it a lot in WCW. So to see it, to see it happen here was kind of like, oh, shit. You know, because you use that for a reason. You know, blood exists for a reason, in wrestling and uh, you know of course now the way everything played out with the overbooking as wcw does and the fucking you know miss elizabeth's heel and the whiff powder spot and everything else it kind of was rendered irrelevant but still at least temporarily to see blood on the wcw show for me was like oh shit because i don't remember them doing a lot of that after yeah. at least post you know cactus jack and vader had that match on saturday night and i think it was like 93 where like vader just <laughs> potatoed the fuck out of foley after yes. that, and they had to edit all the blood out, I think they kind of were like, yeah, no more of this for a while. So, and of course it was Flair, and he always bleeds <laughs> like a stuck pig, yeah. naturally. So, and it's always fun to see it go into his hair, and he looks goofy as fuck. But that was cool to see, man. So, interestingly enough, a minus one, minus, like a th- one thumb down for the pay-per-view. I think... Mm. I. I it's strange. Like, it, it, it lands on the negative side, and I honestly thought it was probably going to weigh out way worse. <laughs> but I think that's about right. I think one thumb down is about right. Like, I think, I think there was a lot of things they could have done to make it better, and uh, we'll talk about that after I get your thoughts on on one thumb down. Because um, there's definitely a couple more things I need to say before we wrap up here. But uh, <laughs> w- what do you think? One thumb down? You think we got it right, Curtis? That's probably about right. Um, yeah. Sli- slightly negative is... Yeah, neutral to just negative is probably the best net-net analysis of this. Yes. Yeah. What do you think, Corey? Definitely fitting, man. I think this is one of those pay-per-views that you, you know... If you're the best way I can describe this is this is something that you, if you just want to switch it up and put on a little background noise mm-hmm. when you're cleaning up around the house, you know, <laughs> let me have totally. something that when I'm yeah, like when I'm walking by the TV to to go do whatever the fuck I can laugh hysterically. Yeah, for a minute. <laughs> I can glance at real quick, you know, see John, M- Mark Marrow chucking Frisbees at dudes like it's good for that, man. But if you're if you're like, I want to sit down and watch quality wrestling. For two and a half hours? Probably pass on this one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So some thoughts real quick before we get out of here. Wait, what's the main? (laughs) So the way Buffer was wording it was like, wait, is this a double main event? Because if it's a double main event, just say it's a double main event. But he kept saying... Like, I can't can't remember how he worded it, but, like, it made it... The way he was wording it made it seem like it was one match. Double cage match. That's right. I think it was. Like, that, like the both of them were the same match. And I was yeah. like, well, how the fuck does that work? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> please explain this. Semantics. I don't but, <laughs> yeah. You should say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have worded that better. Yeah. They definitely could have, yeah. But instead, WCW was worried about overbooking and misogynistic shit. Instead yes. of thinking, hey, like, do you think anybody might catch this? Nah, fuck it. They'll be all right. <laughs> They'll figure it out. We're eventually we're eventually going to do pay-per-views in Sturgis. Yeah. So that's our demo. <laughs> They'll figure it out. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me tag on that. Uh, 
core audience, there's a NASCAR driver there. <laughs> Yo! Yo! Steve Grissom. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, ultimately, I don't have a problem with NASCAR, but it's like, even then, I didn't give a shit about NASCAR. Like, Yeah. That was, yeah, he was the WCW. I think they, if I remember correctly, they put the lower third up and it was like Steve Grissom, mm-hmm. WCW Motorsports. Yep. And you're like, okay. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate they that. They show him for like three seconds during like the fucking TV title match or whatever it was. And you're like, mm-hmm. all right, super. Thanks. Yeah. Move on. Cool. <laughs> um, I also noted that it was interesting to see Hulkamania dying. Like, I mean, it. It happened like yeah. we, we just did WrestleMania eight on Road to WrestleMania. We're about to do nine. Like it starts there, but like this, like it's it's limping. Fear like it is. It is just about dead. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> right. And of course, Hogan has to politic his way into the actual main for a match that no one gives a fuck about. Not a single one. <laughs> and uh, still gets the W and has to fucking pose down that nobody gives a fuck about. Right, right. We would go home, dude. Yikes. We're beating traffic. It fuck was, off. It was just crazy to see, like, just a few years ago. He was on top of the world. WrestleMania six, him and Warrior at, you know, say what you want about that ultimately. Like, is that some wrestling clinic classic no but like it was a good main yeah yeah uh, wrestlemania 7 same thing like is this some no, th- no it's murko like this this is what we're doing here right hogan hogan is standing up for murko okay not so much here <laughs> yeah it they it it happened at the right time it happened at the right time which we'll inevitably get to um i agree man it 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 was fun to have WCW back in my life. You know, nostalgia is a, a powerful thing. It was fun. You know, and that kind of like Justin and I were saying before we came on here, it's it's exciting to know that you kind of get to have now once a month, you get to get a little WCW pay-per-view in your life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's 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 nice, man. You know that it, it gives you something to look forward to, and it's it, it makes you feel like a kid again, dude. Like, That's true. I mean, for me, man, like, it's cool to be able to have, like, okay, once a month now we're going to be doing this. It's going to be just like it was as a kid, you know? And I remember begging my parents, like, hey, you know. <laughs> Pay-per-view time. Yeah. What's up? 50 bucks. Mind if I cut the grass for twenty nine ninety five? <laughs> HD's not a thing yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, so Curtis, final thoughts on, on Super Brawl six and how are you feeling going into uncensored? I think we, this was like a perfect microcosm of everything. We got Sting's broad shoulders trying to carry the whole show. Um, old, you know, old Terry booking himself into something super not entertaining that people didn't want to see. Um, you know, Savage and Flair just being the greatest of all time. Sexism and undercard that's objectively more talented than the main event. Um, just a perfect little, like, summation of the next five years. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy to think, like, <clears throat> as hot as that company gets, nothing really changes. <laughs> like, Very true. Like it's gonna be the same thing. Weird. It's just hot. Like it's yeah, that's insane. But uh, we'll we'll keep noting that uh, going forward. So, uh, and your thoughts on uns- uh, how are you feeling about going into uncensored? Um, this this show, the Super Bowl, is not something that I saw live, and next month's is not either. But this was certainly a tape that got passed around in high school. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Hey. So maybe Pretty, uh, uh, I don't want to spoil anything here for anybody, but uh, ooh, baby, that main event. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yes, it ooh. is. <laughs> but maybe for all the wrong reasons. Yep. Uh, all right, well, so... we, we needed to add some anti-Semitism to oh, yeah. the sexism too. So clearly, <laughs> clearly, clean sweep. So coming yeah. out. Coming out of Super Brawl 6, Corey, and going into Uncensored, how are you feeling? Just like Curtis said, I remember looking at you when we concluded this watch party and was like, 
pretty sure next month we get to look forward to this. Yeah. Not positive, but 98% sure. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun, man. Or terrible. Yeah. Both, more than likely. Yeah. But it yeah, dude. Be odd. Yes. <laughs> right. It's it. You know, we're laying the groundwork here to because this is like we're in the transitional phase now before shit really pops up in a couple months, as you said. So it's it's cool to see kind of that weird early 90s period of wrestling kind of die down before it ramps back up into what would inevitably become the Monday Night Wars, obviously, because that's where we're at right now. Yep. And next month we're going to get like a fucking perfect microcosm of. Why it's dying? Exactly why. <laughs> yeah, we're in like the shit months right now before it really heats up. So, yep. kind of to to piggyback on both what both you guys are saying, like this is going to be fun, but probably for all the wrong reasons. Like, I enjoyed the shit out of watching Super Bowl six, but like not for really anything that was happening on the screen. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, just. I can't even count how many times I looked at Corey and then looked back at the screen and just died laughing. I was like, what the, what is this? Yeah, dude. And, uh, I just, I expect a lot of that for the next couple months. Uh, and, uh, I'm geeked. Yeah, dude. I'm geeked because if it's what I hope and think it is, it's going to be awesome for all the wrong reasons. And I can't wait. Yes. And well, and there's so much shit too, that, I'm sure we've kind of forgotten about mm-hmm. subconsciously that when it happens, we're going to be like, yo, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. And like you said, probably for most of the wrong reasons. But yeah, it's because be cool. WCW. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make some pod, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Especially once they become a spaceship. Yep. So we have done it. Uh, negative one is our start. Super Brawl 6. What do you think? Uh, feel free to argue any of our points. Would love to hear from you. Uh, hashtag WrestlePals on the socials um and where recipes va i think is the actual uh the actual tag the actual name find us uh and like i said use hashtag wrestle good times had by all we're a pod subscribe rate comment but to me the best way you can help the program is by telling somebody that you listen to the program uh so we can grow and grow and grow and continue to bring you shit like Super Bowl 6 <laughs> but uh, with that goddamn hashtag WrestlePals Pals